What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Maddie Pace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo Show, the host, the most mojo. Kicking off episode 726, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, episode 726, which is pure bliss. But if this is, however, your first time tuning into the Maddie Mo Show, thank you for lending me your ears and attention. Second off, hop into the iTunes podcast section where you can subscribe to the Maddie Mo Show and have every episode up there for free listen and download. No. You can also hop on to MattyMoShow.com for your one stop shop and daily entertainment and everything dope. You can get to any and all my shows from up there as well as any platform I'm listed on, both audio and visual. So go check it out, MattyMoShow.com, where you can also subscribe and become a member all for free, baby. That's right. And if you got Apple Podcasts, be sure to hit up the Matty Mo Show and leave your boy a nice little rating and review. No. But without any further ado, it is my distinct honor and pleasure to deliver straight to you episode 726, the one that is pure bliss. Why? Because it is none other than the ever so popular Sunye inspirations yes 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 hello and welcome to this week's edition of sunday inspirations and as always i have some positive inspiring impacting and empowering feel good news stories that you will not hear anywhere else i guarantee it now all the stories for tonight's epicast are brought to you by goodnewsnetwork.org so be sure to go on and check them out and the music for tonight's episode is brought to you by chance the rapper's acid rain instrumental which is always a smash hit baby But without any further ado, let's jump into the first story of the night now, shall we? And this first one is great because if you love dogs, then this first story of the night is just for you. So get ready to hear how this owner and her fur baby have made a huge impact in society and the environment around them in this first story of the night entitled, Labrador Retriever has been helping owner collect hundreds of pounds of trash from beach since she was a pup, published by Good News Network on January 10th, 2020. This two-year-old pooch has been doggedly helping her owner pick up trash from their local English beach, and together they have collected hundreds of pounds of garbage. As a puppy, Molly the Labrador Retriever would always find pieces of trash to play with, which inspired her owner, Fliss Cater, to turn the pup's habit into a good cause by encouraging her to deposit all the garbage into a trash bag. I've had Molly since she was just nine weeks old, and she's always loved picking up plastic bottles, says Cater. Labradors are quite inquisitive and energetic, so I was lucky that she immediately had a knack for it. We'll pick up hundreds of items every single day, and I've had to upgrade from small bags to massive bin liners, she added. She loves it so much she doesn't ask for treats when she finds something. All she wants is a good girl, Molly, and she's a happy dog. When Cater moved to Scarborough, North Yorkshire, to open a bath and skincare shop in 2017, she says she couldn't believe how much litter she was left senselessly on the nearby beach. She was shocked and appalled by the unavoidable amount of litter she found while t- taking Molly for walks along the coastline. If you live by the beach and enjoy it, I think it's our responsibility to keep it clean, says Cater. In the summer, it was impossible to avoid the litter. It was just everywhere. After just a few months of training, however, Molly and her owner began collecting all of the ropes, discarded toys, and plastic bottles. I taught her different commands to keep her safe because there'll be things on the beach that could harm her, says Cater. 
there are needles and sharp objects or just things that you wouldn't expect so I wouldn't let her go and pick anything up on her own. As a puppy she picked up a dead animal once or twice but I told her off and put on my angriest voice and she's never done it since. She's such a good girl and she's never had any issues unless she spots a tennis ball. Tennis balls take precedence over everything. Cater says she never leaves the house without stuffing her bag with bin liners and plastic gloves because she knows Molly will always find something. We always pick litter when we go on walks no matter what. I can't take credit for her great work. She's the best dog and it's really just the way she is. Their daily walks have since made Molly somewhat of a celebrity among the beachgoers too. She still doesn't know the difference between an empty discarded bottle and a bottle that is full, which has led to some interesting situations to say the least. She'll sometimes come back to me with a full bottle and I'll look across the beach and there'll be a confused person person wondering why this dog has just stolen their drink. <laughs> Her intentions are good though and she's just trying to do the right thing says Cater. Thankfully no one ever gets angry because she's just so damn cute. We get stopped all the time by people who think it's adorable that she's cleaning. She gets so much attention and she loves it. She knows she's a bit of a star. Cater hopes Molly's unique skill set will not only help clean up the beach but also make people think twice before littering. Unfortunately, Molly can't clean the beach on her own, but she's trying, says Cater. She wants to give people a chance. She wants to get them involved or at least make them think twice before disposing of their litter so carelessly. It's particularly alarming on the beach because people will drop rubbish in the sand and then it's a battle against the tides to beat them to it. Once the tide comes in, the litter is gone and will make its way into the sea and threaten our marine life. If you're a business here who relies on people coming to the beach, I think you've got a responsibility to protect it. The cleaning duo don't expect to ever complete their task but cater says they won't stop until the beach is clean so there you have it ladies and gentlemen what an amazing story and hopefully it will get more people and even animals involved in helping clean up the world and beaches one bottle at a time whether it is full or empty according to according to cater now if you want to actually go on and check out the pictures of this awesome pooch just hit up the goodnewsnetwork.org click the story and just scroll down the page and man this dog is absolutely beautiful but now it is time for our second story of the evening and this one right here is equally as amazing and a beautiful display of love like no other. So get ready for this next story entitled, Single Mom Who Grew Up in Foster Care Adopts Six Brothers So They Can All Stay Together, published by McKinley Corbley, January 9th, 2020. After experiencing years of childhood loneliness in the foster care system, the single mother has just adopted six young boys into her home. Jessica Benzakine was only 12 years old when her mom surrendered her to the state. Since older foster kids are far less likely to get adopted, Benzakine languished in the foster care system until she turned 18 and then headed off to college. Benzakine spent many holidays as a young woman wishing for a family, so when she finally had had a house of her own in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, she decided to open her heart and home to foster kids and siblings who were enduring the same struggles she had as a child. 
In addition to co-parenting two biological sons with her ex-husband, Benzakine welcomed the six boys from the foster care system several years ago. Four of the boys are biological brothers currently ranging in age from 8 to 18. The other two boys aged 4 and 6 are also related. The youngsters were originally only supposed to stay with Benzakine for a weekend, but those few days quickly turned into several years as a happy family, which was officially sanctioned earlier this week when Benzakine adopted the boys to become their legal guardian. Everybody tells me how lucky these kids are and what a good thing I did, the 46-year-old mother told today, but I'm going to cry. They grounded me. I went through my 20s thinking I didn't really need a family, but I did. They give me purpose. Now, how about that for an amazing story? Am I right? Especially from a woman who was given up by her mother at age 12 and had to stay in foster care until she turned 18 where she didn't get adopted, but she went to college. So absolutely amazing woman for giving her boys a home. And even though they may give her purpose, I'm sure her boys feel the same way about her so awesome and there's actually a video of the family on the good news network site so if you'd like to check out some pictures and that news coverage just click the link to the story and enjoy but now it is time for our third and final story of the night and as always it's a remarkable one for those who suffer through some physical and mental distress this next solution is not only free it is beneficial to other people as well so get ready for this last story of the evening entitled Doing something nice for others can immediately relieve sensations of physical and mental pain, says new study published by Andy Corbley, January 9th, 2020. Have you ever felt warm and fuzzy inside after doing something compassionate for someone else? Well, this impressive new study shows there might be a lot more serious science behind that warm and fuzzy feeling than we originally thought. Researchers from several Chinese universities put together the study in order to more closely examine why humans might act altruistically at their own expense. Devising a number of tests, the researchers were able to measure charitable actions, mostly altruistic, giving in parallel with pain sensitivity and management. Their work, published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, otherwise known as PNAS, reveals some startling insights into different reasons why we may choose to give or help others at the cost of our own livelihood. Notably, the scientists found that acting altruistically received not only acutely induced physical pain among healthy adults, but also chronic pain among cancer patients. Effective Evolutionary Altruism in early human societies, or even in those of our early ancestors, intelligence and social cooperation were our only tools for survival, along with more time-tested evolutionary strategies like tooth, claw, strength, speed, venom, or camouflage. In order for us to survive and reproduce, our brains evolved to make sacrifices for the sake and well-being of our social groups, even going so far as to risk personal injury or death to do so. The newly published paper demonstrated that acute pain was reduced when subjects acted for the benefits of others, indicating a sort of biological incentive. The prevalence of altruism under life-threatening circumstances raises an important yet poorly understood question. What is happening within the individual at the time when he or she helps? Ask the scientists in their foreword. It wasn't an obvious question for them since there are, as the paper details, two prevailing and competing hypotheses. 
Previous theories suggested that the unilateral nature of acting altruistically leads to painful sensations because it involves objective loss, like time, money, blood, effort, food, etc., while a competing view struggles that while tangible loss is involved with altruistic actions, intangible gains are received such as reductions in depression, increases in self-esteem, and sense of purpose. Using fMRI machines and other methods, the Chinese researchers could test these competing views in randomized placebo-controlled trials. No pain, no gain. In just their first pilot study, dramatic results were found after individuals were reported to have experienced more pain when having blood drawn for regular lab tests than when their blood was drawn for donations to earthquake victims. Even though the needle used was larger and the quantity of blood taken was greater in the donation subjects compared to the test-taking subjects. In their second pilot study, subjects were asked whether they would participate in an altruistic activity, in this case revising a handbook for the children of migrant workers. The test groups were sorted by those who chose to altruistic, those who chose not to non-altruistic, and those who did so as a mandate. Sinking their hands into cold water, participants were asked to report their pain every 15 seconds after a reminder, and once again it was the altruistic group who experienced the smallest degree of pain. It was also the altruistic group who managed an average to keep their hand submerged in cold water the longest. Another test involved a session of wearing a blood pressure tourniquet for three minutes while reporting on pain they experienced every 15 seconds. It had participants complete a survey on consumer decision making and upon completion they earned 10 yuan for earthquake victims as opposed to themselves. Donating participants reported less pain experience during the tourniquet pain session. In the final experiment, the researchers examined the effects of altruistic analgesia on chronic cancer patients. Over the course of a week, the group which chose a daily altruistic activity, in this case cleaning the common areas for their ward mates and preparing a nutritional diet plan for their ward mates, had a gradual reduction in pain systems throughout the week compared to the non-altruistic and control groups. Our research has revealed that in adverse situations such as those that are physically threatening, Acting altruistically can relieve unpleasant feelings such as physical pain in human performers of altruistic acts from both the behavioral and neural perspectives, the conclusion reads. The finding that the incurrence of a personal cost to help others may buffer performers of altruistic acts from unpleasant conditions contributes to a more comprehensive understanding of human altruism. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Not only was that third story... A mouthful to say the least but it just goes to show you what doing something selflessly for someone else can actually do not just for you but for them as well so three phenomenal and inspiring stories capping it off with that last one especially uh, amazing what doing something for someone else once again can do for us both mentally and physically I just love reads like that I hope you enjoyed the story selection this week and once again if any of these stories intrigued you, just feel free to hit up the goodnewsnetwork.org and check them out and many more that I did not get to share. But now it is time for the quote of the week as given on the Good News Network site. And this week's is, each of us chooses by our ways of attending to do things, 
the universe we inhabit and the people we encounter. And that was said by William James. Now stick around because the final thought is coming at you live in three, two, one, let's get it. Know that no matter what life throws at you, you have the power and ability to handle anything. You have more power inside of you that you may currently know. Life is built up of experience, many moments, struggles, and success, and through all of these things is where we find our true selves. When we are alone is when we get to explore. Without the expectations of others, we begin to live freely and along the way, find what we are truly made of. Don't take the hard times as what will define you. It's your growth through those times that will build you and develop you into who you are and who you will become. Love the life you live and live the life you love because you only get one, so make it count. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning into this week's Sunday Inspirations. Once again, if you didn't get to check out the first YouTube drop of the Matty Mo Show, go on and check that out. It's up there. Throw your boy a sub if you'd like as well. Do what you do. I'll do what I do. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in. This is Matty Pace coming at you live from the Matty Mo Show. The host, the most mojo, saying one life, one love, I'm out.